With a grunt and a whoosh, the connecting door to the passenger car opened. The fragrant aroma of an expensive cigar filled the car, ultimately bringing a bit of a reprieve from her captor's rank smell. All went still as the door closed behind a well-dressed man as he surveyed the lot of them. With his expensive turquoise silk vest, neatly trimmed ebony mustache, and slicked-back hair, he had an air about him that spoke of power. Instinctively, Jamie knew that the gang's boss had just joined them. All the gunslingers around her seemed to take a step back. When he stood still, taking in the scene with obvious distaste, Ken's grip lost some of its strength. Moisture beaded his brow as his body began to shake. The cool barrel bobbed against her temple, reminding her in no uncertain terms that she was at his mercy, if he had any. Jamie forced herself to breathe as her captor's tremors increased, and the leader stared at her with the greenest eyes she'd ever seen. She blinked, thinking that the color reminded her of the meadow in early spring, when everything was fresh and new and full of hope. Time seemed to stop. Kent, what are you doing? The leader asked, his voice as smooth as velvet. We don't treat ladies like that. Release her, now. Her captor's response was instantaneous. However, the moment she'd become free of the man's harsh grip, Jamie felt her knees give way. At the same time, the train chugged around another bend. She strived to retain her precarious balance, but it was no use. The nearest seat was just out of her reach, and the man standing next to her was not anyone she'd ever willingly touch. As if in slow motion, she wobbled, struggled, gasped. The stays on her corset were tight. She was losing precious oxygen. Dizziness engulfed her. Suddenly, two strong arms and the scent of bay rum and mint surrounded her, the muscles like iron. The touch reassuring and surprisingly gentle. Easy now. I've got you, the man, Macmillan, murmured. So quietly, she was sure she'd only imagined such kindness. Turning her head, she met his gaze, then froze at his impassive expression. His touch might have been light and easy, but there was certainly no sympathy in his expression. Sit down, Macmillan ordered, this time speaking more loudly. Awkwardly, she let him guide her to the nearby bench, didn't struggle as he helped her sit down. She clumsily adjusted her skirts as she'd been taught years ago, the action so familiar and automatic she hardly realized she was doing it. For a split second, he glanced at her hand on the taffeta, then slowly lifted his gaze, stopping when their eyes met. His ice-blue eyes, lined with gray, were as chilly and disturbing as the deep waters of Cascade Lake. Shivers claimed her as the last of her hope dissipated into the cold confines of the icy train car.